formations of the natural world are seen as games. So what is this universe? Just arrive. Off the bat, let me just start out with this. Making a podcast is hard as fuck, and even though you would think it would be simple, you just need a computer and a mic, there are a crazy amount of shit you have to learn in a small amount of time. So I'm sorry for posting this late, but thank you guys for staying tuned. If you don't know me, my name is RJ, and welcome to the Mind Your Space podcast. This is something I've been wanting to do for a while now, and it hasn't been until COVID and, of course, the external circumstances that we all live in. Um, that I was able to do this and actually proceed with making this. So thank you for guys who are supporting me, continue to support me, and follow the page if you haven't already done so. I'd really appreciate it. At this point, you're probably even wondering, like, what is the whole premise of this show and why am I doing this? And basically the answer is really simple. I love having conversations with people. I'm not very social, but I'm not very introverted either. But the way I see it, the only way to have a great discussion these days are in person. And that's what I wanted to bring. A real 30-minute, because everyone has shit to do, conversation between two people, and whether you disagree or you agree with the other person and where they're coming from, you can still bounce around their ideas in your head and challenge your own perspective on it, or you might even change your mind. And that's the whole reason. And so normally I would have a guest right now and we'd be starting the conversation without a script because I think the best ways to have discussions are the ways people have it in real life. And in real life, I'm sorry to tell you, people don't carry around information and statistics with them to, you know, help them prove their point. It's kind of what each other knows and how they could articulate and how well they could articulate their argument to the next person. And that's basically the whole gist of this. But until I have said guests, I'm going to talk about what I did this weekend. Me and a couple friends went up to the Poconos in Pennsylvania, and it was awesome because it was my first time in Pennsylvania ever. In my 21 years of existence, somehow I've been to every state in the northeastern region besides Pennsylvania. And so for me, I was like, I was like going into it thinking about, who this is going to be like a cool experience getting to go to a different state. And so as we're leaving the city and we're headed into New Jersey and, you know, you already start to, you're on the turnpike and you already start to see the end of urbanization, you know, like all these factories and stuff, they start to shrink, 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 and instead they're substituted with trees and woods. And so like we leave the New Jersey turnpike and we're headed into the Poconos in Pennsylvania, we pass the pencil, walk on the Pennsylvania sign, and we're going through, and let me tell you, there is literally nobody there. There is so much space, overpopulation shouldn't be a thing, if we have this much space in the U.S., like, people who say immigrants are coming in, bro, let them come in, there's like, there's so much space that no one cares about, because people would rather live in cities, because you could argue because cities have jobs, but at the same time, it's not like you can't find a job outside of the cities. In fact, I would say you probably would have a better life if you left the city because you could get a much better home, more spacious, and much cheaper. It would just be a difference in culture and you lose that city vibe and the whole convenience about getting from the airport and back if you do travel. Also this weekend, I binge-watched Avatar, which was awesome. If you haven't watched Avatar The Last Airbender, fantastic. If you're looking for Netflix recommendations and you haven't watched it when you were a kid, which unfortunately I didn't, and have the opportunity to watch it on Netflix. If you have Netflix, just do it. It's amazing. Even if you don't like adventure, even if you think anime is kind of like out there in the ether, just try it out. I'm telling you, the storyline is fantastic. The artwork and the visual effects are amazing. They have great character development too, and they actually committed to their characters, unlike Game of Thrones Season 8. 
which was, you know, utterly trash. It's also great if you're like me and you love history because a lot of the characters and the nations that they talk about in the show are actually based off nomadic lifestyles and based on, you know, previous histories of indigenous people, which is pretty awesome to see. And finally, if you still don't want to watch it and you're pissed off that I keep talking about Avatar and how good it is, just think about it. It's 20 minute episodes in three seasons. You could burn through these episodes like it's nothing. Honestly, if you're waiting for the train or you're babysitting some aunt's kid, which I guess would be your cousin, like, this is just something that you could do. And again, I'm not telling you to procrastinate, but if you know you're a procrastinator and you just need something to get your mind off something, of course, I'm not advertising for Avatar or anything like that, but just do it. I mean, you're going to appreciate it. Even if you don't like it, you'll appreciate it as an art form. I promise you that. Also, I would be lying to myself and you guys if I wasn't honest about talking about something that really means a lot to me, both as part of my identity and how I see the world, my Jewishness, even though I am not an Ashki normative Jew like who's European and whose family you could trace their roots back to, you know, the 15th rabbi in the 10th century, whatever the case may be. Anti-Semitism is on the rise, both domestically within the U.S. and globally. And I think we should talk about it for a hot minute. And it never ceases to amaze me how anti-Semitism is just always like, this one thing that no one wants to talk about, even though it's so literally visible. I mean, just looking at the comments from Deshaun Jackson, if you don't know, he plays for the Eagles in the NFL. He's a pretty good football player, but I don't watch football, so I wouldn't know, but I heard he's not the worst. Um, I assume he's a good person, despite what he did. And if you don't know what he did... He went on Instagram and he posted this fabricated, misquoted Adolf Hitler quote on his Instagram story and shared it out to his millions of followers. Now, why is this problematic? If you didn't know what he said, it basically blamed the Jews for black oppression, blaming the bankers, and even claiming that the Jews right now aren't the real Semites of the land of Judea, Israel, Palestine, I'm going to call it all three just so we can be politically correct just for the first episode because I don't have anyone to argue with right now. And now this is problematic on two levels. First level, I'll explain. It pits two marginalized groups against each other, where neither is the victor. So why the fuck are we even talking about this? Drake is black and Jewish. Everyone knows this. They're not mutually exclusive. And that's a totally separate issue from this. We have to stop thinking as Jews as this one monolithic group because that's simply not true. Because the Jews were scattered among the nations as different worldly diasporas occurred to them, they had to establish their own insular communities as minorities living within the broader majority who usually tended to hate them. And that's whether we're talking about the start of the Crusades in 1095, or we're talking about England and their expulsion of the Jews in 1290, or France in 1320, or Spain in 1492, or under the Soviet Union in the 50s and 60s, or we're talking about Ethiopia in the 80s, or we're talking about Yemen right now. This all applies. Jews come in all varieties of shapes and colors and all that fun stuff. We just marched out for Black Lives Matter, for George Floyd, and amplified everyone's voices, and if anything, were the loudest of those voices marching in unison for Black Lives Matter, and yet, when the Jews need you guys to call out anti-Semitic rhetoric and bigotry, no one seems to want a bad an eye. And why is the question? If we're talking about injustice, and I've heard this a lot, I'm sure you guys have heard this a lot and seen this a lot all throughout social media and YouTube, that injustice anywhere is injustice everywhere, then if we hold that to a standard and we hold that as a truth, a truth to life that, you know, injustice is wrong on a moral level, then let's call out all forms of hatred, let's call it all forms of bigotry, including that that applies to the Jewish community 
as if it was any other community. And just to talk about, you know, Nick Cannon and whom I actually adore. He actually was the reason why I wanted to be in the marching band. I played the trumpet throughout high school because I watched Drumline and I love Wallin' Out because that's like one of my favorite shows on MTV besides Jersey Shore because I don't know what those guys are doing anymore. They should settle down, honestly. They're getting really old. But that's a different point altogether. Black figures like, you know, Ice Cube and Steven Jackson, a former NBA player, and Nick Cannon shouldn't be talking about the Jews in this manner. And again, I don't think these guys are bad people. I don't think that they're stupid. I just think that they're misled because they're hanging out and chilling out with Farrakhan, who's putting bullshit black Israelite conspiracies in everyone's head. And which, if you don't know, black Israelites doesn't mean that there aren't black Jews. That's a whole different thing. Black Israelites is a conspiracy that said black people are the true Jews and they were the lost tribe that vanished after there was a civil war in Judea way back when. And now, needless to say, of course this is an anti-Semitic and Jewish conspiracy theory rooted in nonsense, but pushing that aside right now and focusing on the future and what could tangibly be done to combat this in the future, I think we can all agree that the only way it ever works is through education and cutting it out root and stem so that our future generations don't have to deal with the problems that we could have tackled head-on. And now I did what I didn't want to do, which was to overstep this podcast. So guys, thanks for listening so much. If you guys enjoy this, please follow me at Mind Your Space Podcast. I hope to catch you guys soon. Until then, stay well, stay healthy, stay safe, and peace out, homies. Take care.